Welcome, travelers. We are about to embark on an exciting journey. To start, press start. Uh, have we met this gentleman before, Niall? I think so. I don't have... Um... I have my control right here. Let me oh, go do ahead you? And... Okay, yeah, press just... it for us. You have started the adventuring journey part two. Awesome. Ooh. I've been waiting for this, dude. I've been excited. I can't believe they shadow dropped this on us. <laughs> yes, to start, oh. please enter your <laughs> names. Okay, well, Ooh. TRD, as always. Uh, I think I'm going to switch it up this time. I'm going to call myself Johnny. You have chosen TRD and Johnny. You can call me Turd if you want, game. I do not want to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please, now pick your race. Ooh. You can be the elegant elf, the noble dwarf, or half man, half smaller man. <laughs> I think I want to do the half man, half smaller man. Because I've never been small, you know? I've been so big sure. the, whole, the whole time. Your whole Johnny life. has chosen <laughs> half man, half smaller man. Then I guess I'll go with elegant elf. My, my close second. You have chosen the elegant elf. Now pick your adventuring class. You can be the true fighter, the true wizard, or the false cleric. <laughs> I cannot. I feel like I'm a false cleric. <laughs> I feel like I'm a true fighter. My name is Johnny, and I'm a half man, half smaller man. <laughs> I feel like I'm a true fighter. Which half is smaller? The left the half? half. <laughs> the top half. You have chosen the false cleric and the true fighter. But now, you must choose your mark. Every great adventurer has an enemy. Uh. Pick your monster. Hmm. You can... Slay the mighty giant in Cloud City, the subtle mind flare in the Underdark, or the god of death, Bronson. Ooh, I kind of like Bronson, actually. I'm Me not going to lie. God of death is intimidating, but I think I'm going for him. I like Bronson. Can we? Do we both pick the same mark, or do we... You do. Okay, Bronson. yeah, Bronson it is. It is unanimous. You have chosen the god of death, which means you have chosen... Death. Oh. oh. You both die. Oh. oh. <laughs> Great. Just for him being our mark? Just for choosing to go after him. Do we get one you... reset? Yes, uh, of course. You get one free life. <laughs> um, after this one, though, you will have to pay for more lives by Venmoing Jared $10. Yeah. I... All right. We better okay. make You know count. the drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can handle that right now. Um... Yeah, we just had a big discussion before we started recording about the economy <laughs> um all right so we'll step back what are our options again you can choose the mighty giant in cloud city or the subtle mind flare in the underdark i think mighty giant in cloud city sounds pretty magical i uh i'll agree i'll do all right. it tight you have chosen the mighty giant in cloud city but to go, you may need a little more help than just the two of you. Oh, companion time. Pick your minion. You can choose the goblin who doesn't speak the common tongue. <laughs> Good. The tyrant Borthor Greathammer. 
or 50 bees. <laughs> I feel like there's one that's, that's pretty top-heavy on helping us in there. I feel like there's one please, clear Please, please make your decision. <laughs> Dude, the bees are going to sting us to death, and then we're not going to be able to get to go Kill for us. Them. They'll be helpful. All right, all right. Then 50 bees. We'll 50 pick. bees. We want the bees. You have chosen 50 bees. <laughs> Unfortunately, both of your characters are allergic to bees. <laughs> we didn't have access to that information. And you get and dead. Before this <laughs> to get another life, please Venmo Jared ten dollars. I'm All not right, doing right. it. All right, yeah, it's your turn. I did it last time. <laughs> All right, this better be worth it. Ten. Oh, nine. Oh no, he's got the countdown. Eight. Seven. Did you do it? Six. <laughs> five. Four. It's coming! It's coming! Please. It's going. Oh. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> you have gotten one more life. Thank you, Lucas. Please, choose wisely. You can choose the goblin who doesn't speak the common tongue or the tyrant Borthor Greathammer. Can we choose 50 bees again? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you remember now you are allergic. Okay, great. Okay. Well, um... <laughs> I'm kind of feeling like the tyrant will kill us. No, the dude, the tyrant will is gonna not be helpful. The tyrant's totally gonna help. All right, let's do the tyrant. Then I'm convinced. Great. You have chosen. I've lost my voice. Oh, <laughs> different. You've chosen the tyrant Borth or Great Hammer. It's a little bit different there, but doing all right. Choose now. Choose. Now you can finally step out onto your journey. Okay. Choose your path into the city. Into the trees or through the mountains. Mm. All sound fine, but that must not be the case. I, it, there's no way. All all of these questions, at least one leads to just immediate death. I'm I'm <laughs> certain. So, city, city. I say we do the city. You have chosen to stay with your people, and enter the city. Oh. As you go through, you find the highest wizard's tower and begin to ascend its staircase into the clouds. Once you get there, all hope seems lost until a huge sword cuts through the sky. The mighty giant in Cloud City begins his assault. Do you fight, run, or pray? I remember praying not going well <laughs> last time, I think. But we, you're the you're the cleric this time, right? Well, yes, but the, the false, false cleric. cleric. I don't. <laughs> I, I might just be a guy. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I Who's think allergic to bees. <laughs> allergic to um, bees. We have that one piece of backstory that we yeah. we share. Um, <laughs> let's let's. Let's fight. We're gonna fight. Because if we run, then what's the point? If we fight, the tyrant you have chosen to stand your ground. And as you fight, the tyrant Borthor Greathammer stands by your side. You cut this foe down where he stood. Nice. You have defeated the giant in Cloud City. 
now that you've gonna... slayed him. Oh, I just wanted to say real quick, I'm just gonna pretend that I'm praying. <laughs> because you're you false find. cleric, so you're not actually <laughs> praying. I'm gonna make you it find. look like I know what I'm doing. You find no god here. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> here being your body and soul. <laughs> not the city. Now, you have killed the mighty giant and standing in well, behind where he was, uh, there is a a beautiful princess. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Do you <coughs> set her free from Cloud City? Do you kill her, or do you marry her? Ooh. Do we both get to marry her? Or I think only one? you get to marry her, and I kill her. I think that she's the real power behind the giant. Is she a bee queen, or is she a regular person? With further inspection, you do see she is made of bees. <laughs> see, yeah. Dang you gotta, it. You gotta make sure you're checking those okay, things. Okay, I'm glad I checked that out, because if we married her, that could not. you're someone that's allergic to bees, you gotta make sure that what you're marrying is not bees. <laughs> what were the that's options? rule number Kill one. Kill her, marry her, or what? Or set her free. We'll set her free. I... Well, yeah, we'll set her free, I guess. Hope she doesn't. You stay. have chosen to set the princess of bees free. <laughs> As she's just gonna sting us, man. <laughs> she is fifty bees. She might be more. <laughs> As she is set free, she approaches TRD. Yeah. I will not sting you. Oh, oh, what a voice! But I will ask that you pray to me. The princess of bees. Become my true cleric. Listen, I don't... Oh, will I be a true cleric? Only one way to find out. I'm going to turn her down. I'm I'm dug into my false cleric ways. (laughs) I know who I am. You have chosen to turn down the queen of bees. Yeah, and I'm not going to make all these life changes for some lady I just met. Which means you have chosen death. (laughs) No! I thought this was going to be a story of (laughs) self-actualization. No. No, no. Not for the false cleric, clearly. (laughs) Find out the thrilling next... On the thrilling next part of this adventuring journey, what happens? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was this a continuation of the last one? No. Oh, great. <laughs> but the All last right. one did end in the same way. <laughs> Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night, the Hey-o. only podcast where we are all allergic to bees. The only yeah. one. No the only podcast ones. where We've there are three hosts it. all allergic to bees. Mm-hmm. 100% of us. Um, yeah, welcome back. We are excited to talk about the you know the age-old classic game, Dungeons & Dragons, today. Um, I know we've all had some experience with Dungeons & Dragons, and we'll kind of dive into that a little bit. Um, I actually don't know what the questions are, so <laughs> I'm a horrible they, they person pretty, to host this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the new Dungeons & Dragons movie, just to preface, uh, Honor Among Thieves, has 
not come out yet, but because we are podcasters and we have <laughs> such a strong following, yeah. we were given early access to see it in theaters. Along with everyone else who happens Along- to be in the theater at the same time. <laughs> Along- <laughs> Along with yes. anyone who has an Amazon Prime subscription. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But they reached well, out to us because of the podcast. That's that not true, is... but it would have been cool if they did. Listen, Lucas, we can, cool. we're supposed to lie to the audience. We're among that's the what... top 5%. That is not a lie. <laughs> well, when I got Quite my tickets, it, all, it did offer me like 10 free meals off of hello fresh oh, so hey, i think maybe that, that is, is a sponsorship that's a promotional thing yeah i think that yeah it, it was probably like a with a year subscription yeah. you can get 10 16 total free meals free or something meals like that sacrifice <laughs> yeah so i turned them down good you know uh and but i still went and saw the movie and so did you guys and so we will be talking about that but at the very end of the podcast and because spoiler it doesn't free. come out for another two and a half no, two and a half two weeks like or so. Weeks. Yeah, a week and a half to two weeks. Something like two that. Two and a half weeks. <laughs> As of recording, yeah. two weeks. We'll say two weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. Basically, we're two weeks better than you. Is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's been a common theme in a lot of our episodes is we talk about D and D quite a bit. True. Yeah. Um, like it comes up pretty often. Just we love the game. We love how it operates. We've all played at least a decent amount um yeah i mean i right before we started recording this i was wrapping up a dungeons and dragons game that i run every week and so you know it's pretty pretty close to our hearts and we felt like we wanted to do a full episode basically just dedicated to the game and and talk about how much it means to us and you know just kind of do our normal format of a couple fun questions Plus the added bonus of getting to chat about the movie, you know, for the first time. True. So, Ooh. Um, I yeah, want to. I want to any... preface uh, my experience with it. I've been playing D and D for, I think, like two ish years, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, yeah. And I. That's I it. Remember... You didn't play it all before two years. No. That's crazy, it's, bro. It's very. I mean, we played in high school like RPGs like fake, that were. Yeah loose it was loose yeah. rules i mean still role-playing games but not but not, not the addition yeah, yeah. it was oh, it was someone who it. heard about D from a friend and then told their friend and then that to- friend told a friend and then <laughs> uh-huh. told us and we nice. played and that, that version of D. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which and that it was a great right. time um with you know theater friends it's basically just an opportunity for us to kind of make up a story together so it was fun in high school yeah. um but Boy, oh boy, do I just crave rules in my <laughs> life. And, and D&D d- gave that to me. It yeah. put rules to just kind of the entropy that was our version of RPGs. <laughs> yeah, really it was like roll a 20-sided dice, and if you got over a 10, you succeeded. And if you got under a 10, you failed. So, I mean, there's really no yeah. difference than just using a D6 yeah. Or flipping a coin, yeah. truly. <laughs> yep, but it's more fun, because D20s are but, what you use in yeah, D&D. Yeah, it's more funny. Yeah, because yeah, it's um, an RPG. But I, I remember when I started playing, thinking, I wish that I had been into this my entire life. Mm. Like, I, I felt like, looking back, I had been missing out 
by not being into it sooner. And I, like, when we did the first RPG in high school, and of course high school is when you're trying to be cool and you're not necessarily trying to be yourself, um... I, I was like, no, that's like dumb and nerdy, but I'll like, I guess I'll do it, you know? And then I just had so much fun. Yeah. And so like, I, I don't know. I just, I know that there's kind of like a barrier to entry for a lot of people that is it's D and D and that's what nerds do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, becoming less and yeah. less of the, it's going the away stigma thanks around to, it. Thanks to Stranger Things. And I, I hope the movie also kind of opens yeah. the door for more people to be like, oh, definitely. Is this what the stories are like yeah. in D&D? Like, mm-hmm. then I mm-hmm. want to do that because the movie was fun, <laughs> you know, things like movie that. The movie was very fun. Yeah. And so I just like, it's so much fun and anybody can have fun doing it, you know? Mm hmm. Um, like if you just find your people to be able to do it with. And so For sure. I just like, I, I can really see myself at least attempting to be playing D and D for, for many, many years going forward. Cause it's so much fun and it doesn't like run out, you know? Uh-huh. Right. So funny story with the whole, you know, D and D is for extreme nerds, which to an extent, honestly is kind of true. I will say well, D&D is super Pathfinder is now for extreme yeah, nerds. Yeah, or like Warhammer 40K. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I was at a friend of mine's house who lives with like 15 roommates. And so there's just a ton of people there. We watched a movie, watched Blade Runner 2049 together, which was fun. And then after the movie ended, just kind of more and more people were coming over just because that happens at that place because there's so many roommates. And so one of his roommates, I was just talking to him. And he had this, like, girl he was with, and I, w- I hadn't talked to this girl, and I was just talking to him, and I was like, somehow D&D came up. And I was like, dude, yeah, honestly, I love D&D. It's a, it's a ton of fun. If you guys ever wanted to be playing, like, play, I would be totally down to, like, run a session or whatever if you've never done it before. And this girl, like, who I had not been interacting, just, like, was giving me the weirdest looks as soon as I started Ugh. talking about D&D. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm probably never going to see you again in my life, so I don't really care what you think about <laughs> sure. me. Well I love D&D, it. and that's just, you know, that's just how it is. Um, but yeah, I also love D&D. I have, like, always just played casually. Like, I've only been a Dungeon Master once, and I had a ton of fun with it. It's just something I like to do with my friends, whether it be you guys or this group of friends of mine from high school or other people I've done it with. It's just, like, such a fun game to be able to dive into. Um, I will say, like, who you play it with does greatly affect um, how much fun you have with it. Because if yeah, they're yeah. not as into it as you are, it just kills the vibe. Because a lot of it is, like, role-playing, kind of. Yeah. And so you kind of have to be silly and goofy and maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone and maybe see people getting out of their comfort zone. But it's fun. That's like part of what makes it so different and unique and I think why it's getting more and more popular um, again yeah. like it was before. So, yeah, I, I love it. It's a ton of fun. I don't know the most m- most about it, especially not compared to Nile and Jared. They know a ton. Um, but I've read the, you know, the um, handbook and I like to play it. It's just a fun game to play. It's just yeah. very, very fun. Well, and it's yeah. it, like on that, just real quick interjection before Jared goes off. Um, <laughs> and that is that sure. I think it, it's one of those games that really is, it's as good as your friends are. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> Where like sure. if you're playing with either friends that don't care or friends that care a lot, but in a different direction mm-hmm. than you. 
Yeah. Or strangers. Yeah, or strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, that's the thing that people do. I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. No, no. Um, I, I have. I've yeah, done it. I, I, that, that gives me the heaps. But um, <laughs> I just, like, I, I know there are some people that, like, want to play and just, like, be, like, way, way into it and take it very, very seriously. And it's, like, if they find their group that's that wants to play it that way, then I know they're going to have a blast. And there are also people that just don't want to take it seriously at all, and they just kind of want to mess around and, and see, like, the dumbest possible thing that they can do. And if they're with a group that's, like, that's what you're angling for, then you're going to have a great time. But, like it really is you have to kind of be on the same page mm -hmm. as everyone which is kind of a unique thing there are a lot of games where like that kind of mindset doesn't necessarily affect like the rules of the game or or how the game is played for other people mm -hmm. but this game right. very much is like you're all kind of collaborating on really the rule set of the game yeah. to a degree and so and it's, it's truly what happens like if you were like yeah, hey you walk into a bar and you're like, I'm, I kill the barkeeper or like I, I plunge my sword into his chest. Then it's like, OK, well, you know, well, he was going to give you a quest yeah. and like you can do that <laughs> technically, but it's I'm not, not going to be good or no, fun for anyone else. But I am yeah. going to punish you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll kind of give my background. I started playing D&D &D around the time fifth edition came out, which is the current edition. Um is, which was about 2014. So when I was in junior high, my brother and I got the starter set. Ooh, and my dad really bought into the satanic panic thing. Oh, he didn't know anything really? about the game. So he was just like, yeah, that's it's like addicting. And it's going to, you know, like, you're going to be so, like, desensitized to violence and Satan and, you know, all this stuff. And I was like... All true, so, so to we, be fair. All very true. Yeah. I'm super desensitized to Satan, and it's pretty addicting. <laughs> it's just fun. It's like, it's a way I enjoy spending my time, which is if you call that addicting, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah anything but, you like doing that doesn't work is an addiction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, we'd heard about it. We were pretty intrigued, and on one of our excursions to the local game store uh, in our hometown where we used to go like every other weekend and spend all of our money on Pokemon cards. <laughs> uh, we, you know, just this guy introduced us, hey, like, like uh, the starter set just came out. If you're interested, you can get like this, you know, easy, you know, to pick up and, and get playing. And the game store also provided like someone who would just DM games for people. That's so, so cool of them to do. Was it Hajimaji? Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. nice, dude. That's so, so back cool. in the day. Was it Jason, the guy with the big beard? Um, It he wasn't was him owner, who DM'd but... us. Yeah, but he was the one who, who put us in contact with him. Nice, nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, we found a guy. Every Wednesday we'd go, and he showed us the ropes, and we played through that starter adventure. So that was my first experience playing. And it was awesome, right? Like, there was one guy in our group who was kind of annoying, let's be honest. <laughs> That's how but, it goes, bro. Like, other than that, Truly, like, we got hooked. We started playing, like, in our basement with some neighborhood friends, you know. And we never get super far into a story because we were, you know, also, like, we were kids, you yeah, know, with yeah, no yeah. discipline to There's keep a, a schedule. There's a lot of other stuff you want to do, yeah. <laughs> a lot of other stuff. But we, yeah, we kept that box uh, and we 
just would hide it under our beds and stuff so our dad wouldn't find it oh nice so you, you <laughs> snuck so, it like you was a yeah secret. we snuck it oh, it was nice, it was nice. a secret in our house That's that we played crazy. and and we would you know have it all out while my dad was at work and then we'd hear him get home and we'd be like oh put, put the map away put you know erase the dry erase <laughs> the board and everything uh so it was very fun and then in high school yeah i played some rpgs we kind of fell off D for a little while and in college I finally got like a group back together uh, when my brother, same same guy, uh, he, we were going to the same college for about a year, overlapping, and he was like, "Hey man, like I'd really like to get a group together," and so I just asked a couple of my friends. We got a group together, played an awesome campaign. My brother moved away. We got a new DM to take over. And, like, that campaign went for about a year or so. Dang, dude, nice. We love the characters. You know, we, like, it was the first time actually playing week to week, pretty much. Uh-huh. And yeah. and we had our these character deaths that, like, made people cry. And it was so moving. And I was like, I need to take this torch and just Keep going. share this game with as many people as I can. Yeah. And so I started, like student I was I was part of some student organizations and I started smaller groups you know with uh people from across our college campus and just started slowly introducing people to the game started watching shows like Critical Role Dimension 20 The Adventure Zone <laughs> uh refined my skills as a DM and basically since I was about 3 or 4 years ago I've I've played weekly uh one if not two games a week uh, I, I had a time where I played three games a week <laughs> as either a DM or player. At that point, that it was, gets draining. That's a little <laughs> lot of time. <laughs> that was a bit much. But it, it was, like, very, very different. It was like a I was DMing my own game, which is its own beast. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. But then I was playing in, like, a pirate campaign, Ooh, which was really fun. fun. And I was playing in Curse of Strahd, which is like a very horror, fun, very different game. Yeah. And so they – and all of my characters were very different and – and so I was able to get, like, different experiences out of all of them. But I know I've been rambling, no. but just to kind of say, this has been a part of my life for a long time. Yeah. Um, and it's, I've slowly started to see, like, I don't know, people being changed by the game. Mm-hmm. Like, one because of my of roommates. Because of the satanic panic. <laughs> because of, becoming, because, becoming because more like unto the Elzebub, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I just walk into friends' houses and they've got all their crosses turned upside down. And I'm just like, man, I'm home. And they're just like, Jared, <laughs> yeah. get out! This is your brain on like, Dungeons oh, and Dragons. Like... <laughs> it's like, a paragon! <laughs> yeah, you guys know. You guys know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and I'll, I'll just say this. I truly believe, uh, you know, like with such a conviction that I don't feel about almost anything else, everyone should play Dungeons and Dragons at least once. Yep. And and I say that obviously, like I've played with groups who are like the D and D club. That one was fun, just because my brother and I, again, we've always like he's DM'd for me or I've DM'd for him, but we've never really had the chance to be players together nice. at that point. Right. And so we we went and we made like brother dragonborn characters you know one who was like lawful good and the other one who was like lawful evil nice nice yeah, which was really really cool and fun and we did like a short dungeon with them and then we were like these guys are kind of weird yeah. <laughs> so we left <laughs> but yeah everyone should play once um 
you know, and I think you get a lot out of it, especially if you play with friends. Nice. Yeah. So Sweet. that's my two cents. Yeah. And actually, I mean, that was more like a dollar. That was yeah, my dollar. Sure. <laughs> hey, dude, we, we'll take we'll take a dime even. Yeah. We'll but take a dollar. We'll take a dime. It was like I do think that it's one of those games that everybody should play. But yeah. also, if you're going to play, like Lucas said earlier, give yourself to it. Like, allow yourself to really actually play it. Because mm-hmm. I, like, I don't mean to sound, like, gatekeepy now when I say this. <laughs> but, like, there are, there are a couple of people Gate in my band are. who have kind of, like, made fun of it a bunch. Uh-huh. But then, like, later in the conversation, been like, no, 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 but really, we should play it. And, and I'm like, like, no. I'm like... I'll play. I'll run a camp like I'll run a one shot for you if you promise to not be the way that you've been about it up until now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's sure. not going to be fun for my other friends in the band who do enjoy it that are going to want to have it be an actual game. Yeah, you know, there, there. Yeah. I will say there's like a a weird like fine line because you want to have fun with it. But like, cause it is silly. It's very silly thing to be doing. And so when I, when I say like, take yourself seriously, and I think Jared and I will agree with this as well, is it's like, take just the silliness seriously. Like just mm-hmm. accept that it's weird mm-hmm. and that it's just like a fun, silly, dumb game and yeah. then just have fun with it and just make fun of stuff like with that. Don't be like, oh my gosh, like an RPG where you're pretending to be like a wizard. Bleh, so lame. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not fun. That's sure. like, cool, yeah, we get it that it's weird. Like, we all get Smooth that. That's why it. we're yeah. here. We're past that. Now let's make fun of, like, you know, fighting whatever. <laughs> just having fun yeah. in the group, not just the fact that you're doing it. Otherwise, yeah, just don't play it. Just do something else. So yeah. Well, I'll add, kind of based on my experience of playing with so many different groups. Yeah. It's super important that you find like just the tone, right? Yeah. If you if you're playing with your friends, you all probably have pretty similar, you know. Right. I just maybe just jokes, expectations, you know. Uh, and if you feel comfortable with your group, it's easy to say, no, we're going for a very serious horror right. tone. Yeah. Like, That's and true, if you yeah. guys are comfortable playing into that, it just enhances the experience. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're playing. No, like the wizard who gives you your quest, his name's Bobo, you know. And, and he's made of uh, bees. He's made of bees. <laughs> then that's the game. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah. there's no wrong way or right, right way to Just as long as you're you know, all on the play. same page. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good clarification for sure. Um, all, of, all of the books kind of have some sort of disclaimer that, hey, these rules are for reference. But yeah. if you guys are having fun, that's what matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so one of the things about D&D that I really enjoy is just the variety of like who you can be as as your own character, right? Yeah. And despite that variety, I feel always compelled to want to be the exact same thing every time. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just because I'm like I'm drawn to, I I've found that I'm like this, and I think a lot of people are like this with when it comes to whatever, like D&D or D&D adjacent things like mm-hmm. Skyrim, mm-hmm. Yeah. for example, which kind of takes a lot from the D&D setup. I like, I just kind of always want to do it a certain way, play a certain race, play a certain class, yeah. that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm interested to find out if like, that's just a me thing or if you guys have like, certain like i guess archetypes that you are grab that you gravitate towards or just like 
races and classes that you find interesting. And then, of course, explain what they are a little bit for a listener who might not know. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always liked elves just in stuff, just playing as yeah. elves and just that idea. Keebler and elves. so my first Skyrim campaign. <laughs> Keebler, you yeah, know, like Keebler the making variety. Like the the Cobbler elves. elves, you know, just stuff like that. I've just always yeah, really that's... found myself attracted to that. <laughs> um no mostly it's from lord of the rings just the like the elrond and you know legolas all those types of elf societies but um so i like to play as elves i I don't even there's not really a huge benefit of playing as an elf in D &D, but it's just like you know but and there's especially not a benefit of playing as a d uh as an elf in skyrim but that's who i was like i was a high elf in skyrim when i started i was like oh nice high elf that sounds awesome and yeah. It just was not how I wanted to play Skyrim because I like to play Sneak. That's a whole different mm. thing. Right. But um, with <laughs> yeah, just the whole archetype thing. Well, I, I yeah, like I mean, do. role role playing is is a if you're playing Skyrim as a role player, it's yeah. also very different. Yeah, you know? and I did not play Skyrim as a role player. <laughs> sure, but yeah. um, elf um, elves and like rangers and just like stuff with bow and arrows, all that type of stuff. I've always loved. Nice. But then at the same time, like wizard stuff is cool too. And so, yeah, depends yeah. on something in those, but in that realm, you can even be an elf wizard too in D and D, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That's true. yeah. So I'll say, kind of my my characters, the ones I have the most fun with, are the ones I can kind of just play high charisma. Really, I love mm-hmm. interacting with the world, and I love changing the world. Mm-hmm. And I know this is very different from Skyrim, right? Or like more of a video game because in D and D you can again go up and you know shank the bartender. Yeah. Uh, you can which, do that too. it depends on where in Skyrim. I suppose you can do that yeah. in Skyrim as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like to play a very charismatic hero like a bard or a rogue uh, or like a I've played many paladins. Um, or these are the ones I have the most fun with I'll sure. Um, someone very charismatic who is somewhat of a reluctant hero, right? Like uh, they they do the right thing because they know it's the right thing to do, but they're also like, like they say they're in it for themselves, but really they... They're very idealist. Yeah, well, yeah, they're like, well, I'm only doing this for the coin. Like I'm only doing this because of uh, this. But like when it comes down to it, they'll sacrifice the coin to save someone man if only there was a character like that in the D &D movie (laughs) (laughs) no there there was a moment in the movie obviously no spoilers but i just laughed out loud because of how much it reminded me of one of my characters was it it (laughs) damien lark damien lark yeah yeah like i had a pirate swashbuckler character who yeah just was a rogue and I think I I think I know the exact moment. I'm gonna yeah yep that was (laughs) what I was gonna say. That's so funny. Can't help it. Can't help it. That's so funny. Yeah, Um, that's mine. I have found, uh, Jared. I don't know if you'll be surprised by this based on our like any time we've tried to make music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these kind of reflect a little bit because Jared <laughs> always kind of writes these really like happy, I guess, charismatic songs. And sure. I always write a song about like a guy who ends up going crazy and dying because <laughs> of it and things like that. And for some reason, that's the way that my creativity is expressed. Yeah, and I'm D&D, a Shakespearean comedy. You're a Shakespearean yeah, tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in um, D&D, it's been no different for me where... 
I'm always kind of drawn to a little more like dark and moody brooding type characters. I yeah. the the first character that I ever thought of to create who I've actually still never played um was a half elf rogue. Oh. And both of those just like call to me so much because That's who Fateless I, is. Uh no, he was a dark elf. Oh, you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah. I know everything, Lucas. <laughs> you know everything. That's very Feetless true. Feetless is scarred in my brain. Yeah, was I nightmare. might even have like a lobotomy to get that out. <laughs> um, but I play, well, I, I just had this idea for a character who, like, when I was going through the player's handbook for the very first time, Half-Elf immediately called to me because of, like, the kind of outcast angle that it has written in. Like, they're not yeah. really fully accepted by either the human community or the elf community, it, which is the kind of recommended backstory in the book. Of course, you can change whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of, like, the description of the race in the book. And then rogues, I have always just been so fascinated with, like, sneaky-type characters and, like, like killing them with daggers and just being like being deadly just because you're so like fast and and you can just like disappear i i think that that stuff is super interesting so rogues have always really called to me which also i've i think i've only kind of played a rogue once and was out after like five sessions uh he died (laughs) yeah and so it was just like i it's interesting because the ones that I'm the most naturally drawn to are also the ones that I kind of haven't really been ever. I don't <laughs> sure. think I've ever played a half elf. Um, no, you've played a couple sorcerers. You've but uh, yeah, a... I've, I've played some sorcerers and yeah, like, I've kind of done some adjacent kind of stuff, type things, martial things. I yeah. love, I, I don't know why, but I'm drawn to the, the moody, <laughs> the the moody like rogue type character you know yeah basically um uh vax from critical role the first campaign he is like yeah. that's like or the, my, the show the legend of vax yeah or the legend of vax machina he is like kind of the character that my brain immediately is like well i want to be something like that <laughs> you know yeah I'm like i'm always kind of interested in the more serious angle of D hmm yeah, I'm not at all. I'm always chaotic <laughs> evil. I chaotic evil. <laughs> every you, time, every time I play, you would be. I I love and and so I had never I had never DM'd before until last year. I played a, a campaign. We did the starter set actually campaign the uh, nice. Ispire Peak, which was a ton of yeah. fun. And it was very fun being a DM because in before you DM your first time, it's like oh man, I need to do all this prep and whatever. You need to make it perfect, and honestly, yeah. it ends up not at all going the way you planned. You just have to be good on your feet, try and be funny, and have some fun with it. And that's exactly what it was. And I was like, you know what, this is this is good stuff. And Ian, my roommate, and I were talking about it the other day, and there was some stuff I had forgotten that was just so silly and fun that we had done that um, is good. And so with that, I'm going to lead in my question, which is what's a yeah. what's a great and fun experience or just story you have from playing D and D that you would like to share. Well, I'll preface this. I I think Niall should go first still, but I want to say we, I understand sharing your D and D (laughs) games is like sharing your dream where nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to nobody hear it. cares. Nobody wants to hear it. You're yeah. like, dude, I had a dream last night that I got in a fight, a fist fight with a deer. 
which is an actual dream that I had like a week ago. Dude, that's pretty relevant. <laughs> yeah, don't pretend to care. <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought that was yeah, just so trying to Yeah, see, nobody helpful. cares. That was a fun, whatever. You're only saying that because we're on a podcast. But, um, right. yeah, so we're going to preface that. But sure. these are just examples, I guess, of the awesome, just like memories and stories that you have. Like, there are moments you can think back on, like, campaign. Like, I've played so many campaigns at this point that I'm like, dude, I still... Oh, guys, do you remember when your character did that thing and just, like, this huge moment yeah. happened? It's like, truly, you're living through stories <laughs> vicariously through your characters yeah. that are so, so impactful and, and you like, you feel like you lived those in a way because you built those stories together. Yeah. Right. And so I, that's just one thing. Like, yeah, if you have a good friend group and you're able to play, you're going to make memories like regardless that will probably last you forever. Well, and they, yeah, they, they live in your memory with your friend group as things that me and my friends did not like things that our characters did, but like you look back on them and you remember the way that you imagine it. It's, it's really kind of magical. I have two that I'm going to share. They're both very brief and quick. Yeah, Lucas, I know. Lucas just did a hand flourish for the listeners. (laughs) I know that sounded really (laughs) cheesy and blah, 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 but it's true. Um, Imagination. (laughs) Imagination. um, The first one, this was the first moment that I really kind of realized the extent that D&D can just really kind of flip you over and, and you don't know what's going on. And that is in my first campaign, um, which was Jared and I playing, and we were the only mm-hmm. players, and it was Jared's brother, Jacob. Shout out, Jacob. Um, shout out, Jacob. Yeah, how did who, we get yeah, this 40 minutes in without shouting out his name? Times without um, <laughs> I should just say his name, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to keep him anonymous. Stupid, 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 stupid. <laughs> we... Um, we were going through, I, I, I can't remember if it was like a dungeon or maybe some mm-hmm. kind of crypt or something like that. Um, but I, like, we had solved some riddles to get to a certain point in this place. I, he was, you were playing a tiefling um, bard named Notley mm-hmm. Bonham, and I was playing Gideon Greaves, um, the, the dwarf fighter, because it was basically going to be the easiest class to play, and I didn't want to learn any rules. (laughs) Yeah, dwarf champion fighter. Yeah. Got it, easy enough. And it was very fun. But I, my character turned around, and there were two of you, and both (laughs) were, like, claiming to be the real you, at Mm -hmm. which point Jacob took you into the other room to have a secret conversation, and then come back, and both of you were being your character (laughs) and i had to figure out which one of you was the actual you and which one of you was um what eventually uh, yeah revealed to be a doppelganger which can like kind of you know take the form of other things and i just remember being so affected by that (laughs) like that there were two of you and now both of you are like playing against me and i just have to figure this out by myself and it was like it was so crazy and i remember like after that session for the rest of the day just being like can stuff like that just happen whenever like that was crazy and i like it stressed me out so much but it was so exciting you know and so uh, that was the first one and then second most memorable thing for me 
uh, was probably it was a session that I played as a guest character in um, one of Jared's campaigns that he was running. I played a um, a bard, a halfling bard named Quan Chang, um, yeah. who was named after an Uber Eats driver that I had. Um, who That's I just great. remember seeing him and like we, I uh, he was a cool dude. We talked for a little bit, but <laughs> and in this one you played a half man, half smaller. I man. played a half man, half smaller man. Yeah, halfling. You just Basically, take a man. You just take a man and you just go. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was it was really fun to play with basically mostly people that I didn't know, mm. but with a DM that I knew and with a group that I knew. Well, my friend trusts them with D and D, so I can just go in head first, also trusting them with D and D. And I just like it was really my first time playing like a really char- like <laughs> charisma driven character. And, like, doing all of the bard stuff and just being able to, like, kind of really let loose with that. And, like, saying puns to cast spells and things like that was just so much fun. And then it also turned out to be, like, one of the most intense combats that had ever, like, kind of this huge game-changing combat um, for the rest of the party, which was, like it was really fun to be involved in this session where everybody else cared so much about all of the context that had led them to this point that it made me who didn't really know anything else that was going on also feel like, okay, this is the most important thing, even though I had no personal stake in it whatsoever. Like, okay, if my character dies, who cares? If my character lives, who cares? Cause I'm just here for this one session, you know? Um, and it was, it was just one of those things where it was like, that night what we were doing was real that wasn't in our imaginations that was an actual (laughs) fight that we were all in we were around the table just full screaming about things that were going on it was amazing yeah well and i'll 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 piggyback off that because that's definitely my biggest and probably proudest moment as a dm um to to put into a little bit of context D &D does take a little bit of time Yeah. yeah um so each session that we play is around three hours, as far as the ones I DM and play in, around three hours weekly. Um, and at that point, we were probably about 25 sessions in. Cool. So again, that's a lot of time. That's like, yeah, that's 75 hours right there that yeah. we were, you know, invested into this game. And that session in particular, I remember we started probably about 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. And we went till 1 a.m. Yeah. or 2, like maybe even a little past that. And um, basically they had gone into a dungeon, uh, like a pyramid in the desert. And the final boss was a beholder, which is an iconic D&D monster with a lot of different eye stalks that when an eye looks at you, it does a different, mm. uh, has a different effect. Yeah. And all of them are deadly I and powerful. And so there was a party of like seven players. So a lot of people around the uh, crowded around this table and every turn, these eyes were like, you know, shooting eye stocks (laughs) at everyone. Um, And there's one that has a, it's like a charm effect. And whenever a character got charmed, they were charmed to pull from this magical deck that the beholder had, uh, which uh, for people who played D and D is called the deck of many things. And this is one of the most chaotic, powerful, magical items that exist. Either you could 
you know, be able to cast a wish or, you know, get like a wish to come true, changing the game forever. Or you could have your soul ripped out and, you know, <laughs> sent to the underworld, sent to the deepest, yeah. darkest levels of hell, you know? <laughs> and so it was just so many random things going on. And like Niall was saying, like everyone was up standing by the end of the game. Yeah. Just like so freaking angry. out. And the only they won on like the last round possible when one of the characters pulled voluntarily shout out to Keegan. Yeah. Uh voluntarily pulled the card from the deck of many things and it was the wish spell. Ooh. And he used it to cast a gate to his god. He was like a cleric. And an angel came out and deliver the final blow as he was turning to stone. That's so cool. Yeah. Everyone else in the room was either charmed, had already turned to stone, or were just unconscious. <laughs> and so by the end of it, everyone was out of commission. Yeah. He turned to stone right out at the end of that turn. And so it was a really, really cool fight. Right down to the line and uh super fun. So yeah, as far as DMing, that was definitely like the biggest and like favorite part that I've been a part of as far as, as a player. And I know, again, we're taking a long time, but (laughs) like I said before, I love, you know, being a, a person who changes the world that they're in while he plays. And so in our very first session, like Niall, uh, and some of our high school friends, we started playing with my brother. Mm -hmm. This is our first campaign playing together and we've been playing ever since. Yeah. Um, I came up with a character and all of my favorite characters I've come up with like right before the session. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll just figure them out as I play them. But I decided to play like an ASMR, which is like a half angel warlock bounty hunter. (laughs) And, uh, in the first session, there's just a, like a character that showed up. Jacob knew I was looking for, people like for a bounty and i found a guy and we like i just tricked him and we approached him and it all just started going like sideways <laughs> like jacob probably had something planned for us yeah but by the end of that session we had gotten a bounty and we were delivering him to another city yeah and it was like i f- i had felt i felt so much autonomy as a player very much yeah and like agency where i could just control and change the world how I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that was just so fun. And that whole campaign ended up being just a blast. Yeah, it was with, it was really awesome. Yeah, really cool characters all the way through. Um, like Niall said, I know this question's not coming up, but my favorite character I've ever played was Captain Damien Lark, <laughs> a pirate captain. We talked about him a little bit. And so shout out to Jacob and Will who DM'd that campaign because amazing memories all, all throughout that whole campaign is one big memory that i'm just so happy that continues and, to live on yeah well, i've been trying to get a reunion game oh nice going. so but scheduling is the bane of all D. that's true that's true Especially i have not played a, a single game of D&D that's already with ended. the friend group that i wanted to this year because this year being school year since august because yeah. of scheduling it's just so hard partially yeah, of my hard. own fault um so my uh, my story has to do a little bit with like a we did do like a legacy game where we came back and played with this um, character that I created. Um, if you're familiar with kind of like my 
um, not gamer tag, but just something I like to use is humpback squirrel. And so this was like my first um, time playing D and D, and I was like, man, what what could I use that would like modify it into D and D? And so I came up with the name HB Squire. And so that was the, that was, <laughs> that's pretty great. awesome. That was the name of my character. That is so funny. Um, who's a high elf wizard of royal descent. And so I had a ton of fun playing this character. Played him for a few times before leaving on my two-year uh, mission. And the last um, session we did before I left, they knew I was leaving. So we're like, cool, we're we're doing this session. Um, and I the deck of many things was in play as we, it, we were actually nice. fighting the hoarder as well. And so, Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know yeah. that. And so <laughs> That's I crazy. drew from the deck of many things. And it was the last thing we did. I was like, all right. Cause we defeated yeah. it, but it was like behind left behind was the deck of many things. And so it was like, you can draw a card from it, but only you and only if you want to. And you know, being the chaotic, yeah, there, nice. there are plenty of weird, dumb things I did with that character that I won't say, cause they're a little bit too explicit, but um, <laughs> I did draw that from it, and it was the mm-hmm. one that sent you to hell. It sent you to just like nice. the deepest, darkest, um, you know, <laughs> recess of hell. And so, yeah, that was the card I drew, and he's like, "That's it. That's the end of the game." And so that was it. And then I left, and they all stayed and kept playing, and I just got sent to hell. And then we played a follow-up session last year. Um, where they saved me from hell and then I became a character and we played and it was a ton of fun. It was really fun to play that character. Um, but then when I DM'd last year after like, cause like I said, we followed like the, it was my first time DMing and we, we followed the guide in the, um, starter pack of like, you know, you fight the dragon and then you can go back to the town and that kind of does it. And there's this place in the town where there's like a fairy wishing well or something like that. I don't remember the exact okay. context of it. But basically, they had been there before, and we'd had fun with it. They gave me a like a, a gold piece, and I played a song and then told them their fortune. And so we did that where everyone was able to do that around the table. And I had yeah. two songs that I played for them. And so as soon as we started playing the song, they knew it was either a good fortune or a bad fortune. And I got up nice. and danced <laughs> for them like I was the fairy and... Because um, yeah. that was also, I had like the LED strips in my room, and so I'd turn the lights like oh, red nice. or not. And, dip, yeah. dip, 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 so it, was, it was a lot of fun doing that too. That's that was so like how fun. we ended the campaign too. And then that was that's it. sweet. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I love, I love that you on your last. Because the only reason I put the Beholder and Deck of Many Things in that session is because Niall was a guest, uh-huh. honestly. Because I was like, I want to show Niall a good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he drove all the way down here. You know, he's he's just hanging out for the weekend. Let's throw something crazy at him. <laughs> and it was crazy. And they almost lost and all died. It was almost a TPK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it had consequences that rang throughout the rest of the, the game. And so I've been, I've been chasing that You've ever since. You've been chasing that high? It but I, it sounds awesome. like the reason they had all that was also because I mean it was it your was last like an event session. Thing, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was an event, and to be fair so. though, I was like, I was like, hey, you should put the deck of many things, and like that wasn't his plan really. But oh, I kept gotcha. pushing it. I was like, as soon as I found out what that was, I was like, hey, we should like have that be a part of this because he got like a custom made one from Etsy or something. And I was like, dude, yeah. that's sick. We should use it in a campaign. And he was like, no. That's cool. And then I was like, fine. <laughs> no, he was it's like, fine. Too I game breaking. Only for you, and only after we beat this thing. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. Um, I put it. I start putting it in my campaigns once I'm like, well, 
we can be done any any yeah. session now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just have some yeah. fun with it. It's a well, fun I game. I have one more thing because I also recently have been uh, doing more DMing uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been great. Um, thanks. Not and um, oh, <laughs> there. <laughs> Uh, you're not that good (laughs) there are few things that are more satisfying than what happened a couple of sessions ago when i kind of introduced this new uh villain um kind of a main villain and and he had a conversation (laughs) with with the party and during the conversation and after the conversation Mm -hmm. multiple times people like outside of their characters (laughs) were just like i hate this guy so much (laughs) And yeah, I was that like, was, yes, that <laughs> like, was definitely me, man. Like, I it, was getting physically angry even thinking about it. I was like, oh, like, oh, that guy sucks. Yeah, and it's just I can't like, wait to cut his head off. Yeah, it's it's really satisfying as a DM to have something that you've kind of like created and and just made up and presented to the party get like that visceral of a reaction it like that's when as a dm you stop worrying about like i hope my players like are having fun or or feel invested in the game because you hear something like that and it's like no they like the players are reacting as strongly as the characters are reacting Mm -hmm. now and that's like when it really kind of like feels magical you know magical (laughs) i'm gonna keep using that word and get made fun of for it for good reason (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as a DM, I put honestly a lot of time into creating the moments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, probably at a detriment to the story sometimes. But <laughs> I'm like, what would be just such a cool moment? And then I'll find music that matches it. And then I'm like, I'll build to it. And then when it happens and it lands, boy, yeah. you know, that's, that's awesome. something you chase. You know, that's a feeling you. You chase, Jared, man. are you doing all right well, with substances? It seems like you're really on edge about something. You're just like, man, man I, I just, just got to get I just, something. I just can't get there again. Something's just like missing, you know? At, I was at that high, and now I'm just at a constant low, man. Yeah, for people that are listening, Jared is scratching a hole through his neck right yeah, now. he's just been digging in. Not like slight itching, like fully gashing chunks out of his It's like there's something neck, in there that he's trying to get out. Yeah, and it's like... You know, you know, it's, it's fun to, to hear me talk about mouth. it after prefacing, like, my dad was afraid I'd get addicted. <laughs> He's like, this is no good for you. Well, and I'm like, you just, like, tear your chest. It's just like high, a, a pentagram. And just, ah, it's on fire. Well, another just, thing ah. I was going to bring up is I think it's funny. This just shows kind of the different households that we were in. Your sure. dad didn't like um, you playing D&D because of Satanic Panic stuff. Yeah. My mom, in that time at least, probably wouldn't have liked me playing D&D because she didn't want me to be a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, and look at you now. I know. Pizza I know. time boy shirt on. Pizza time. Seinfeld hat. Seinfeld hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom well, always wanted me to be good at sports, and I just never dude, wanted to be. you're telling our model. How do you think it is being six foot eight and telling oh, people I haven't touched I a basketball in ten years? That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, Nile, oh, you have man. a question for us, right? No, I do. And so... <laughs> did not. What was your question? The first one. Yeah, Jared's yeah. got a question. Yeah, yeah <laughs> guys, we've been talking for so long, and obviously, this is one of those topics where I could just start talking about it, talk about it for 
five hours and talk still have things it. to say, you know, and not be tired pun. of it. Sorry. Keep going. I want you Jared. to sit in this. <laughs> <laughs> Mute yourself for 15 um, minutes. I want to talk about the movie that we all saw. Yay. You know, and again, I want it to be a little, I don't know. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. Yeah. Because, again, we had the luxury of seeing it so early because of our status. And, <laughs> Society as a um, podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just interested to hear what were your thoughts? Um, did it meet your expectations? Where, um, yeah, if, what, what's your kind of spoiler-free review? Yeah, so I, I just want to preface, we know you haven't seen it, but we'll make it so you can listen to this and still enjoy yeah. the movie. We're not going to give anything 100%. away. Spoiler free is going to be genuinely spoiler free. But, you know, still our thoughts, our honest thoughts, because, you know, I'll go first. I loved it. I really, really did love <laughs> it. I, um, you know, there's always a couple things with, like, where the humor might miss or whatever. And that's just how sure. it is in modern movies a lot of times. But overall, it does a very, very good job of capturing the fun energy of playing D&D. And it really does feel like, hey, someone, mm-hmm. you know, this is, feels like a piece of a campaign or like a big chunk of a campaign. And all these characters, like the main characters, feel like they're, you know, making genuinely human decisions. Like human is in like flawed decisions sometimes. And it's really fun to watch mm-hmm. that um, because all the, none of the characters are perfect. They're all flawed and they all make mistakes. But they all, you know, try and come back from them. And the honestly... I think my favorite part about this was the fight scenes. The fight scenes were so cool. They were really fun. They were fun. so yeah. fun, and they were so well choreographed, <laughs> and the magic and the sword fighting, just all that stuff was just so well executed that I, I was just very enthused with how good this was. I really hope it does well so that they can make more with these characters because I really, really loved it. Definitely. Yeah. I I would be happy if they made more with these characters or more that were like Dungeons & Dragons this other yeah. thing and it's mm-hmm. like a new party for sure you know? yeah. like instead of honor among thieves yeah, it yeah. was like yeah just totally the, unrelated absolutely that'd be done wizard the school. march of the goblins uh, <laughs> the <laughs> march of the goblins <laughs> whatever i don't know but yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah i i basically just to say different because i agree with everything that you said and i just want to bring up other things uh-huh. i was really surprised with how much of a heart this movie had uh-huh. Um, I was kind of expecting it to just be like, all right, this is just going to be kind of fun and, and like fun and action and silly. (laughs) And it delivered on all of those things and also delivered on having like true character development and like emotional impactful moments in the movie where I was like, all right, Dungeons and Dragons, the movie, yeah, like, good go. job. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on. I was, go I off, was really, girl. I was really impressed. And, um, like it, I, by the end of it, I cared about all of the characters mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. This is like, these, these characters are important to me. And uh, again, the, the action sequences were just so cool. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. there was, yeah. there was a specific sequence with the Druid, um, and, and her wild shaping abilities where I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy to see something this chaotic, that this so true to the game chaotic happening in this game and just like just narrow miss after narrow Uh miss and like Mm -hmm. and i just like 
I love that stuff. And it, it felt like the way that you would imagine a sequence of playing D and D, you know? And, yeah. and there were tons of things like that. And even down to there, there's a sequence that is in the trailer um, where he's uh, trying to kind of cut himself out of ropes yeah, while a fight yeah. is happening around him. <laughs> where was, I was like, that was Notley and uh, yeah, that and uh, Gideon, yeah, mine and Niles character. That felt about. <laughs> so much like a thing in a campaign where it's like <laughs> it gets back to your turn in combat, and the DM's like, okay, so you're still cutting yourself bound. Yeah. And it's like, like, all right, I'll I'm use coming, my I'm action coming. again to try to cut myself loose, and it's like. And you don't quite make it this turn. Go through another <laughs> round of combat. And it's just like that felt so much like a real D and D combat to me. And it was it was just great. There were so many things like that. Adaptations of characters, like creatures that I wanted to see yeah. that were done and done very well. And it was just it was fun. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm right there with you guys. What's fun is I saw your letterboxed reviews and yeah. this is one of the few ones that we've all seen around the same time that we all gave the same score uh-huh. which was five yeah. stars because i think it, it not only met but exceeded a lot of those expectations mm-hmm. right like what i want out of it do i think there are things i could have done better sure you know yeah, absolutely yeah just but like it was so perfect for what it was trying to mm-hmm. do and um my favorite part is just with these kind of things watching it kind of like with vox machina uh, on Amazon Prime is you just are watching it and you're like, oh, that's that spell. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, that's that. Well, he's uh, this kind of character, so he can do this ability. Yeah. That's really cool that he did that with his, yeah. you know. There's all these, like, moments yeah. throughout. And I just was hoping I wanted more, yeah. you know, because yeah. it didn't feel entirely like fan service. Like, you could watch it mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, yeah, that's a sick thing mm-hmm. he can do with that. Or that's cool that she can do this. Um but if you've played D&D, there's a little bit of like, oh, I know the rule behind it. I know how it's worded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know that well, that's okay. the, I'll say like, if, that's the if action. You've, you know? If you've read and meticulously poured over the handbooks, then you can have that connection. I would not say every <laughs> right. person who's ever played D&D has the well, ability. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, for me, I've I've played, I think, all of the types of characters that they yeah. are. And yeah. so <laughs> I've just played it enough that I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was sense. like there was even a moment where it, like it was a joke that played for everyone, but especially played if you just understand the basic ways that the stat blocks for each of those kinds of characters would be built where mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, there's no one in this party that's like intelligence driven. <laughs> you know? Like there are no there are no classes no, in the party and it was kind of like a yeah. joke that was made about that that was funny by itself but especially if you like understand uh-huh. the the way that those yeah. characters are built it's especially like yeah no that's way that's funny totally like, that's how so it would be yeah. I, yeah I did love that a lot yeah I mean yeah there's so much like the, the script was great I think the the two other things I will say that I really loved is one I, I read some reviews and it's getting mixed you know, like reviews just about its pacing uh, because there's yeah. so much backstory that they put yeah. in, that, like exposition. But that's yeah, D&D. that's totally yeah. Totally, yeah I love every it. every character in the party has a backstory that they yeah. came to the table They're with, all the and main each character. one got a, a spotlight uh-huh. on it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone in the party is a main character. It's not just Chris mm-hmm. Pine, yeah. who's I, I, I love, the poster child yeah. and the leader. You know, there was it, like oh, it yeah. felt so great that way. I um, totally agree. And even like the villain 
villains were super fun and interesting mm-hmm. like interesting enough and <laughs> she was so intense <laughs> and it was awesome yeah. And there, there was like, a, like no. a character at one point that was like, "Oh, this is like the character that the DM is playing as, like he, yeah. or like yeah, like guest, yeah, guest character, like, yeah, or yeah. whatever." And it was just like it was so yeah. cool. I, I loved so much of it. It, it really did feel like you were playing D anD D in the in the best way. And yeah. you know, there's some really silly, goofy stuff that happens in it too, which I love because that's typically how most D anD D games are played. It's just you know, it's fun yeah. and silly, like we were saying. Yeah, I mean, the backdrop is like, oh, no, the story's pretty intense yeah. if you think about yeah. it, but the characters are just right. having mm-hmm. fun. Just having a good time, yeah. Yeah, so the tone, it just, tone was perfect. Yep. It yeah. didn't feel like when it was the villain scene, it was so gritty yeah. and yeah. dark and horrible, like uh, Gore. Oh, Gore the right? God Butcher, yeah. The God Butcher from, from Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Thor, right. Thor. And like, it felt like it just kept, Flipping back and forth between the heroes who are goofy and gaggy, and then like the yeah. villain, and then this super insanely serious. dark villain. Yeah, yeah. This one just perfectly found like that that line, and you know, yeah, it was it was really fun. I, I found yeah. myself laughing a yeah, lot. And me so, too. Really um, a great time. <laughs> my invitation to the listeners is: once you see this movie, if you <laughs> like the movie and you like the tone of it and you like how it feels maybe consider trying to play D D because yeah. this game there this movie feels so much like D mm-hmm. that if you like the movie i feel like there's quite a high chance that you will also like playing the game you know mm-hmm. it's one yeah, of those the movie's good the book was better yeah um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll, I'll say as well like if you've not played D but you're just listening because you are curious about it as well Chances are you know one of us because no one else listens to this podcast. <laughs> sure. So, you know, if you want to play, out. we're always down to play. So yeah. it would yeah. be fun to do, uh, you know, I'm always down to play. And I've said that to people before. Yeah. Not it off, <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me also just plug really quick the, and it's not really a plug, but um, D&D, like I said, can take a ton of time. Mm-hmm. Sure. But there's also things people just call one shots right these are one and done like a game night basically where you just play D D, and you can like just grab a couple characters that are pre-made you know sometimes your dm is usually the one who sets it up but i've had games where i just had characters already made i said just pick which one you think would be the most Mm -hmm. fun and we just had a blast right you don't have to really like dive into your backstory and get super into role play if you're not super comfortable starting out but you can get like a oh i'm a i'm a fighter character i have a sword and a bow cool i i could figure out how to yeah. do that <laughs> yeah uh and so yeah just it doesn't have to be overwhelming and like a huge commitment i just want that's kind mm-hmm. of the point i'm trying yep. to make is yeah. just try it one time and, and honestly, do a, do a short story. Yeah, reach out to one of us and be like, "Hey, can you run a one shot for me?" <laughs> like, prop. Yeah. Chances are, we'll find a place in our schedule to do yeah. it. This yeah. is this is one of those like, I have some hobbies where I'm like, "Yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it." But if yeah. somebody reaches out to me and is genuinely like, "Hey, will you do a one shot for me?" I'm like, I will clear like like <laughs> responsibilities that I have. <laughs> To, I will to take off work. <laughs> yeah, because I love it. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. I th- I hope if nothing else during this episode, you can see, hear just like a little bit of passion from us. Like this is something we've spent a lot of time, or I guess various times doing, but we've all had such a positive experience, and uh, we 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 would love to share that hobby with anyone. And so, I mean, thank you for taking the time to listen to us uh, ramble for an hour <laughs> about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you get a chance to see the movie here soon. Uh, it truly was magical. In theaters March 31st. To... I wish we could March say 30. brought to you by the Dungeons and Dragons movie. That would be so cool. But it's <laughs> well, not. Maybe, maybe awesome. they'll reach out after this. They'll be like, hey, guys, here's some we money. Do another Hey, episode. Chris Pine yeah. here. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris Pine here. Did you guys have that at the beginning of the movie where the cast sits? Yeah. yeah that that's the worst part of the movie. I'm always like, come on. They keep, well, oh, I, I actually, I didn't. didn't have that? I, I got there oh, a little like bit, a Cruise little thing. bit late because I was like, you know what? With, you know, with yeah. credits and mm-hmm. stuff or like the, but they didn't have any trailers that I, I mean, like that I saw. I was like 10 minutes late. Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. I didn't. And it had already started. Oh really? Yeah. But uh, it was so early on yeah, that was I was like, like, I'm sure I missed. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so the, yeah, basically at least uh, if you've seen movies in theaters recently, sometimes they'll do a tag with the cast yeah. where it's like, you guys, come on theaters. Am I right? theaters movie theaters and it's like, and it's like we're here already choir. like we are yeah, you're telling came. the wrong like, people we get that you want to be able to see <laughs> Whoa, movies in theaters and whatever passionate about this <laughs> i it drives me crazy okay it's like when you go to a class and there are a lot of people late and the professor is like wow where is everybody and it's like i don't know i'm, I'm here. here i'm here oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like you're asking the wrong yeah, people <laughs> send out an email do a tv ad <laughs> yeah yeah but otherwise it it's great that, that doesn't affect the quality of the movie at all that was yeah. just something that i was sure. like whatever well i'm but... glad i missed it yeah you guys are coming in hot dude and they, well they just do it with so, so many movies since covid they're just like please come to the theaters but they're telling the people that are at the yeah. theaters it's a total waste of budget yeah. for them to film yeah. those. Oh, yeah. Anyway, great game. Cares about great them. TV show, even animated TV show. Great movie. If you're apprehensive, go watch the movie. Vox Machina, that's a D&D yeah. show. We didn't talk about oh, it much. but gotcha. yeah. Go I watch The Legend of Vox yeah. Machina. Please. Uh, it's a little adult, so just yeah. be warned. But um, don't watch with your kids. The, the, the movie is totally family-friendly, though. Super family friendly. And if you've never played the game and you're like, oh, I don't know, watch the movie. You'll love it, even if you haven't played the game at all. That's And then play the game. And then do play the game, because it's fun. And we love it. Yeah. Also, I mean, again, I've kind of pl- I've said these podcasts before, uh, but Critical Role, uh, Dimension 20, The Adventure Zone. Like, there's so much D&D content out there right now yeah. that, like... Even if you're just scared, I don't know the rules. I don't know what it looked like. Even like yeah. actual play, just look up one of those three groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just have such a blast, and yeah, yeah. I I can fun storytelling. Quite confidently say that Critical Role Campaign Two is mm-hmm. my favorite media that I've ever consumed. I think <laughs> it's, it's very. I good. just got so involved with it, and yeah. So that could be its own episode, except it won't be because. It would require Lucas to watch over 500 hours of content. <laughs> well, it might be once we get a Mighty Nine. Yeah, show. absolutely. So, but until then, we'll catch you on another Man Cave Movie Night Monday.